Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Main Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, we have made it. It is our one-year anniversary, and again, right in the middle of birthday week. I talked about it on the first ever episode. This is birthday week in our family, and I enjoyed my birthday at a very low-key birthday I was working on my birthday but that was it was good got a lot of well wishes on Facebook and Twitter got a lot of beautiful cards gifts gift cards and things so I really enjoyed my birthday and working on my lifestyle changes is moving right along I was helped in my lifestyle changes battle with myself and that the Burger King down the street went out of business. I don't know what happens. There are some other Burger Kings around town, but not as easy to access as the one down the street. Because I tell you, when those fries are hot and you get a fresh Whopper, you can't beat that. You can't beat that with a stick. And so as I record this, it is my sister's birthday. It's also inauguration day and a lot of changes in our country, but I think that we can make it. It's 2021 and the world has gone crazy, but that is no reason for us to go crazy. So I'm starting to do more of the things that I enjoy. I'm going back and I'm reading old comic books that I enjoy from the beginning. And I first got into comic books really, really big, other than my dad took me when it came out to see Superman for the quest for peace. And there was no justice or peace after I saw that movie because I'm never getting that time back. But you grow up, at least when I grew up, you knew who Superman was. I had seen some of the movies on TV and the cartoons and all of that. I knew who Superman and company were. But it wasn't until I changed schools and went to a new school and everybody there, they were into comic books, but they were starting to get out of comic books right when I was getting into comic books. So I made a lot of, bought like 10 issues. I think I've told this story before. I bought like 10 issues of comic books for a dollar or maybe 35 cents. It was, it was not a lot. And they were Marvel comics. So I became a Marvel guy. I'm also enjoying TV shows and movies that I loved as a kid. So this week for my birthday, I bought the original OG complete set of Magnum P.I. on DVD. My wife says we are running out of space, but I will find space for this stuff because it's stuff that I enjoy and it is stuff that I just love that reminds me of being a kid. And in these tough times, that's exactly 
what we need. That's why I do this show. Wrestling has always been there for me, and it reminds me of when I was a kid. And one of the things that I could turn to when the world was going crazy that I knew that would comfort me. And with that said, today we look at the Clash of the Champions from February 1990. This was Clash of the Champions 10, Texas Shootout. It took place on February the 6th, 1990, from the Memorial Coliseum in Corpus Christi, Texas. There were 3,000 people in attendance, and the show did a 4.5 rating on TBS. We go to our opening credits of a Wild West shooting gallery. Jim Ross and Jim Cornette welcome us to Texas. They run down some of what we are going to see tonight before throwing it to Terry Funk at ringside. He's going to have the horseman on Funk's grill tonight. He then throws it to Gordon Soley. Gordon highlights some matches of note before bringing in the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering. They talk about the skyscrapers who they face tonight. The Samoan Savage with Sir Oliver Humperdinck versus Steve Williams. Williams comes charging out of an ambulance. They show him working on a wrestler. Dude, you aren't a real doctor. That was hokey. Williams with the early advantage. Samoan Savage comes back. Woman comes to ringside and sits down. Williams fights back. He won't go down. Cornette makes a lot of inappropriate immigrant comments. Samoan Savage misses a top rope splash. Williams wins with a backslide. Wrestle War 90 promo and rap. I am so embarrassed watching this thing. This thing was not released, it escaped. Terry Funk brings out the horseman to interview. They kick Sting out because he signed the contract to wrestle Ric Flair. They say Sting has two hours to pull out of the match or they will take him out. He says no, so they rough him up. The Mod Squad versus Brian Pillman and Tom Zink. Cornette and Ross argue over the Sting situation. Girls are into Pillman and Zink. Pillman does a nice double flying clothesline. The Mod Squad comes back. Can't get the pin though. Pillman and Zink win after a crossbody. Cactus Jack Manson versus Mill Mascaris. Welcome to the big time Mick Foley. He's making Mascaris look good and Cornette and Ross are putting over Cactus Jack big time. Cactus takes a huge bump from the apron to the floor. It's the famous nasty plunge bump that he talks about in his first book. The announcers sell it big time. Mascaris wins after a high cross body but the story of the match is Cactus Jack. Missy Hyatt announces that she's Jim Ross's new co-host on the main event. Cactus Jack goes after the band that they had playing live, and the drummer takes him down in a playing spot. Gordon Soley interviews Norman the Lunatic about his Falls Count Anywhere match with Kevin Sullivan. Norman is Norman here. He says he's going to get the Rat Sullivan tonight. That leads us to Kevin Sullivan versus Norman. Falls count anywhere. For some reason, they show a video of Norman at the zoo. Jim Cornette says Norman is a child molester. What? How was that even allowed out on the airwaves? I mean, I know this is 1990 we're talking about and not 2021. But, ooh, that was rough. This is a straight-up brawl. Sullivan hits a dropkick. Norman powers out of moves. Sullivan just batters Norman all match. They fight up the aisle. They fight to the back. Gordon Soley picks up the call as they fight into the ladies' bathroom. 
a woman comes running out. Then you hear thumping, but don't see inside. Sullivan comes stumbling out. Norman comes out with a roll of toilet paper and a toilet lid. Referee Nick Patrick declares him the winner. Say what? This was just dumb. Terry Funk brings out Lex Luger. He says he should be the number one contender to Flair's title and Sting should be happy where he is. He says he respects Flair. Luger is effective as a heel here, but with everything that's coming later, he's not staying heel long. He does say allocates here, so one ding for that. Funk has to finally cut him off to go to a commercial because Lex just will not be quiet. The new skyscrapers Dan Spivey and Mark Callis with Teddy Long versus the Road Warriors Hawking Animal with Paul Ellering. Welcome to the big time Mark Calloway. You have quite a year coming up. They show a video of the Road Warriors beating up a defenseless car. Both teams do some no-sell moves. Rocks talks about Spivey's football career, so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Three of the four participants will be in the WWF by the end of the year. Hawk takes a big bump into the corner post. JR puts over Ruse as a sponsor constantly. Callis walks the ropes. He gets caught by Hawk the second time he does it, though. Animal cleans house. The Road Warriors hit the Doomsday device on Spivey, but Callis hits Animal with a chair and rolls Spivey onto him. The referee gets knocked down. Ellering attacks Long. They pile drive Hawk. They bend the chair hitting both Animal and Hawk, and then leave. NWA World Tag Team Championship. NWA World Tag Team Championship match. Rick and Scott Steiner versus Doom, Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons. Mask versus Titles. The graphic says Woman is with Doom, but she is not there. JR talks about the rumor that Doom's identity is the worst secret of the year is the understatement of the year. The ring is wired for sound weirdly, so the ropes crackle every time that they are hit. Scott hits a big power slam, back and forth. Rick hits a belly to belly. Doom comes back and takes it outside. Simmons beats on Scott. Scott hits the Frankensteiner on Reed. Rick is tagged in, and he is hitting everything moving. He rips Reed's mask off. Rick puts Reed's mask on and rolls him up to win. They force Simmons to take his mask off. Ross and Cornette talk about the Sting situation. They flash back to earlier when Sting was kicked out of the Horseman. Gordon Soley interviews the Horseman. They say Sting has made a huge mistake not to drop out of the match coming up at Wrestle War. And then we have another silly Wrestle War 90 ad. I don't know, again, how much they paid these people to make this ad, but they should give the money back even 30 years later. Just leave it on the doorstep. It is an embarrassment. Buzz Sawyer, the Great Muta, and the Dragon Master versus Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Ole Anderson in a cage match. A giant We Want Sting chant goes out. Sawyer takes a big bump off of the cage. The horsemen are getting booed. Flair opens up the chop house. The horsemen are making quick tags. Muta comes in and the crowd goes crazy. Sting comes to ringside and tries to get into the cage. Security and backstage personnel try to pull him off. They pull him to the back and the crowd is still yelling, We want Sting. Sawyer continues to bump around the cage. Sting runs back and tries again to climb the cage. And when they pull him off, you can tell 
that he has hurt his leg. This is the famous sting leg injury. Sawyer climbs to the top of the cage, but misses the splash. All six men battle in the ring. Arn hits the DDT on the Dragon Master to win. Flair comes and jumps on Sting, but you can see that they try to tell Flair about the injury. They pull them apart as the credits roll, and they sign off from Corpus Christi. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at CupOfJoePod. You can email the show at CupOfJoeWrestlingShow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at TheJoeyHairs. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.